Welcome to another inspirational teaching from Faith Family Church. For more information about our ministry, visit us on the web at myffc.tv. tag teaming today. We are, because we have a lot of information, a lot of fun things to share. It's uh, pretty crazy that we've been celebrating Faith Family Church for 25 years, and uh, it went by so fast. How we did we, we not age at all? We started when we were 10, honey? right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. So. Um, but let's get started, and, and I want to thank everybody here, and also, very quickly, all that food that's in the back, you can... You can be having that right now, eating and listening at the same time and everything. So I just want, we just want you guys to be comfortable, and we want you guys to, we're going to take you on a journey from how we used to be youth pastors, that's where it all started, to where we got to today, all right? And a lot of things have changed over the years, perhaps our hairstyles and shoulder pads, which I tried to wear my double-breasted jacket today in honor of the 90s, but I didn't have the shoulder pads. Those are my favorite things that have yet to come back. Um, but those all have changed, but God never changes, right? Isn't that good? So, um, Pastor Mike, you want to go ahead and yep. start? Let's go ahead and pray. Yeah. Father, we just thank you for the awesome opportunity to be a part of what you're doing on the earth today. You're the one that sanctioned the local church. You're the one that designed the the ministry of the local church. And because of that, we've embraced the call you've placed on us. And Father, we're going to see so much ministry happen through this church. We've only just begun. And we know because of your anointing, because of your grace, because of your mercy, that many lives will be changed in the future. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So we, you know, we were thinking about a message and then we thought, well, that kind of minimizes our 25th anniversary. And then Pastor Donna had the idea, well, let's just let everybody know how we got here. And uh, so we wanted to share that with you. There'll be some nice scriptures along the way. And hopefully it's going to give you vision to say, wow, we got here. Now, what can we do from here? Amen? So uh, it, all start, it actually started before we were youth pastors. Um, my brother pioneered a church, and he asked us to, he had recently led Donna to the Lord, which, you know, nobody thought that could happen. Miracle. But it did. It did. Miracle. Miracles happen. We're proof. Uh, we prayed and asked God to save her, and he said, I'm trying. Uh, but there she is, and uh, she's saved, and she's, go she's going to heaven. But um, So we, we pioneered this church. Seven of us started it, and we were in a living room, and we were loving Jesus, and Donna had talent, so she immediately jumped on the praise and worship team, and I was the grunt. Which means I'm the guy that got there, mopped the floors, set up the chairs, cleaned the bathrooms, carried the signs, all the sound equipment each time we did. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was my whole job. And that's all I expected to ever do. I had no desire to be in ministry. I had no desire to pursue a life of talking to people about Jesus. I didn't even really like talking to people, to be honest with you. Um, so as we moved into that and Donna was doing her thing and you heard her pray, lead or sing today in worship, oh what a great job. What a great job. Definitely a gift. And I was faithfully dragging doing stuff. Doing everything else. <laughs> cleaning stuff. I was just doing the dirty work. Yeah. And, uh, and then th there was three youth that actually went to our church. 
And they asked me, they said, hey, would you be our youth pastor? And many of you have heard this before. And I said, no. <laughs> and they're like, why? I said, because I don't like you. I said, you're self-centered, you're rude. I said, no. And they pulled a fast one on me, and you got to watch for this. They said, will, we, will you pray about it? I was convinced in my own mind that no problem. I'll pray, and then I'll be able to tell you, God told me to say no. Uh, but he didn't do that. Nope. He said, yeah, you need to do that. And uh, we started with three kids, and at that church, we grew that youth group to 75 kids. And uh, we were blessed. We were having fun. We were doing, I was also the associate pastor and still the grunt. And uh, we were really enjoying life. We absolutely loved being youth pastors. Yep. And um, we had a guest speaker come. I'll let you tell this part. Yeah, um, actually, we, um, we went and, um, to this different, it was actually at a meeting. And uh, this minister called us up and he said, hey, he says, I sense, you know, and he went to pray for us that there's a change coming. And uh, we kind of felt the same way, but we couldn't really put our finger on it. But we knew there was change coming. Anybody ever feel that? And it's just like, I know something's happening. Something's going on. And that's but what we, happened. We never thought we would never be Never in a million pastors. years. Because we loved what we were doing. There was absolute joy. We love the kids now. And, you know, uh, we whipped them into shape. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway. Well, so you know what, what it was is I think because being a, a senior pastor meant it was grown up. And we weren't really ready for that. Right, so he said a change was coming, we were resistant, uh, but then all of a sudden, uh, Pastor Mark, his brother, says, you know what, I think God wants you to start another church. And now, th this, was, this was the first church that we were at, and he's telling us this, and we're like, I don't know about that, but remember, we knew change was coming, and God had already started to deal with us, but not in this way of you're going to do this and you're going to do that, just kind of easing us into it. And of course, our, our senior pastor confirmed it and said, this is what I want you to do. What, so, was, your, what was your first response? She well, he told us. She was standing behind him when, she, when he was talking to me and then she was behind yeah, him. Yeah, he told us that we were probably going to start, a, he was feeling like maybe Chicago. And I'm like, no way, because I am a Florida girl. I need the warm weather, and right? I can't even imagine. And I, I knew right away that he had missed God on that, and I told him. Uh, but then he came back, and he says, you know what? I don't think it's going to be in Chicago, thank you, Jesus, um, but it's going to be around here. But uh, the next step was we went to Bible school. Right. And we, we uh, got what we needed. We, we, we learned, and, and, and God just met us. He really did. And we, when we graduated, <laughs> that's my husband, and then there's me. You look exactly the same. <laughs> that's Photoshop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's us. So in 1996, we graduated. And um, from there, we knew it wasn't going to start right away. So God told us in about 18 months. So around uh, 18 months later, in 19... 25 years ago. <laughs> 25 years ago, in 1997, September, Faith Family Church was born. There were 14 of us. We met in a living room, and that's 14. Half of them was family. We counted Chris, Jared, his mom and dad, our aunt and uncle. You know, you got to bring the whole family, and then your close friends. And uh, that's how it started. So for a few weeks, we were there. And then all of a sudden, we were looking. We're like, where can we have this church? We can't stay in the living room for the, the whole time. And we found it. It was the Lions Club. In Boynton. 
In Boynton Beach. How many here were at the Lions Club? Okay, yeah, okay, we got two. That's awesome. So uh, we started at the Lions Club, and we were oh, super, and uh, yeah, and Ralph also, everybody knows who Ralph is. He was at the Lions Club also. And so we started that, um, and we have a few pictures. Uh, we were super excited. We knew that this was an answer to prayer, and we loved this place. Now, it's interesting what you see when you're in love, right? <laughs> we saw, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. But really, it was, it was really not that great, but we just thought it was the most amazing thing, right? Were you going to say something? I turned right when you did that. When, when we got there to look at it in the daytime, it looked great. But then we went back at night to see how we were going to set everything up. And we opened the door, and there was a little bit of light from the porch, porch light there. And it looked like the, the floor was moving. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> So I turned the light on just in time to see all the bugs scatter. <laughs> and we it, thought they're beautiful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we weren't that love drunk. <laughs> but we immediately started killing bugs. And uh, we found out that most people rented this facility on Friday and Saturday nights to right. have parties. Right. And overindulgent parties where we would come in and you'd find everything that could possibly come from a human around. Yeah. Disgusting. Again, back to the grunt work, cleaning yeah. it up and stuff. But we did get it cleaned up. We yeah. actually got to a place where we would rent it for the whole weekend just so we wouldn't have to clean up right. after people. So, so we, would, we would show up. We, we had our sign made, which uh, you'll see that, and um, our first service. Um, uh, we covered that. We had a banner made. There it is. There it is. That's pretty uh, cool. And we also met now on I Wednesday came up, I came up with the design of those people, and Donna hated it. This, she kept saying, why do we have bathroom people on our sign? <laughs> Don't they look like bathroom people? I'm like, babe. <laughs> All right, so anyway, obviously I didn't win. <laughs> but anyway, that's our actual first service right there. Our dear friends, Kenny and Tina, they were associates for years. And... Um, that was the real deal right there. That's when it all started. And like Pastor Mike said, you know, you just, you just keep pushing. You just keep going on. And we rented it on Saturday night so it wouldn't be so hard to clean for Sunday. We rented it on Wednesday night so we would bring our kids and they would help us set up. And that's where they learned how to drive so well because we would let them back the trailer up that was full of all of our stuff. And I tell you, to, to this day, our kids can back up that trailer like nobody's business. But you know, any, let me tell you how the, see, God places gifts in each and every yes. one of us. And Ralph had recently moved down from, where'd you move down from? New York, right? He moved down from New York with his family. His girls were tiny and now they're grown. One of them's married. married. It's incredible. But he came in and he, he took a look and he goes, Pastor, would you mind if I came back after I drive my family home to help? I said, great. He comes in with his putty knife and the stuff. He's scraping stuff off the floor. <laughs> I mean, and he from from then till now, he makes sure that, is the, that place not is, Ralph? the place yeah. is nice and ready for you. But I, I I heard this at a meeting once, and actually it was a book I was reading on Audible. But this pastor had said, Tommy Barnett, who's just an amazing. He's not a pastor anymore. He's a traveling speaker, but his church was thousands in California. He had one of the first. Uh, places where people could come for free medical care and, and, and that kind of stuff. It's called a, a dream center. And he said this, he goes, pastors, he goes, 
God has already placed in the house everything you need to accomplish the mission. Now, that doesn't mean we have room for new people because when new people come with new gifts, God expands. But right now in this room with us, we have everything we need to accomplish what God has called us to. Amen. Amen. And so um, it's funny. We have in our notes here, like um, Debbie was there, Debbie who is in the toddler area, and Sean who is now, how tall Sean, are you, Sean? stand up. Can you guys look at Sean back there? Okay, so he was four when he started Sean coming here. Sean was this here. tall. He could walk under the table. I mean, he, he, was, he was little. He was little. His brother Michael, who's taller than Sean, was only about this tall. Uh-huh. So we, if you come here, you will get taller. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's proven. Yeah. We're super excited we're, about We're that. praying for it, Eric. <laughs> well, Me and so. you, we're believing. <laughs> you but, pray for me, I'll pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, but, you know, it all started at the Lions Club, really. We, we started having our, our feasts. We would have um, feasts like every month. We had our men's and ladies meetings every month. Uh, I mean, all of that started there. And we saw what was happening. Great community was happening. And um, we were always, I think we were just always together. It was what yeah. it was, what, that was what we did. We didn't have a Sunday night service, but we had that Wednesday night. So it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty much a, a growing, growing, growing until. Well, you know, let's just say this too. We can overcome any obstacle. Yeah. And we can see past any distraction. God gives us that ability. Yeah. And to the point where at the Lions Club, it was a room. Oh, maybe like this big over to, to where the other end of that row is and about six, six rows of chairs. There wasn't really a lot of space. We no. crammed a lot of people in there. Yeah. But we would speak at this end and there was a water fountain right next to me. And I'd be in the middle of making a point, getting people to accept Jesus and somebody would get up and decide they need a drink of water. <laughs> so as soon as they get up, they walk oh, up, everybody's yeah. looking at me, goes like this. All the way around. They're not hearing a word I say. And that person's like, boop, 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 you know. (laughs) It wasn't that bad. We used to have one lady who, bless her soul, I can't say her name. But anyway, every Sunday, every Sunday, she would sit on the end. And right when we'd get going, you'd hear, sound asleep. He's gotten to be a much better preacher. Sound asleep, yeah. Sorry. But people would literally go like this, and they'd go, and because she, and then, you know, like her husband's going, so it, it just, but God was so faithful <laughs> and people were so loving that they went in and kept coming. That, yeah, definitely. You know, our sound man, yeah. now you see that sound booth back there. Woo, Thank woo. you, Don Newkirk. That yes. sound booth is pretty cool. <laughs> the sound booth that we had at the Lions Club was PVC with a shower, shower curtain, curtain around it. And the guy th- sat on the other side of a pass-through yeah, window into the kitchen. Like this. And he had this little curtain. It was really... It was, so... it was hilarious. I couldn't find a picture of it, but you look at it now, it looks like a comedy. It really so, was. But anyway, go and ahead. And then I'm the nursery was where the bar was, so we would hide all the, the bar and all the, the draft things and everything, and we put up these Noah's Ark things around and that was our nursery so you know you make do and we grew and we enjoyed it but we knew again that change was coming because God is always preparing you he always is looking ahead because he's never going to just say okay that's it no we're always um doing and getting and growing uh, always better with God amen Amen. so in May are we going to jump right to here in May of 2000 uh we moved into a new location 
And uh, this Thank you, was, Nancy. <laughs> this Na was Nancy and her husband Harold were the pastors of the church that had been meeting in this right. location. And God was making a move in their life to go out to Pahokee, right? Where you Bell went? Belglade. Mm -hmm. So as they were transitioning, he's put on a horror heart. There's going to be a new location. It was and incredible. It didn't work where as they went and found their location, we moved into that location. And we location. moved in here. And it was, and it was heaven was, on earth. It really was. And, and truly, the, the neat thing about that was because it had already been zoned for a church, we just got to move right in. And, and it was no, ours all the time. And it was ours, yeah. So this was a new thing. So Faith Family Church, we got our name up there. There's another one that shows it on the marquee. We were big time, okay? Now we had our own building, right? And God did so many. Yeah, when they put our name out there, we were like, oh, my gosh, this is so exciting. And um, so we had a friend of ours come in. He was a traveling minister. He was minister. a traveling minister, and he walked in. And he's like looking around, and he he's very prophetic. He he always was, um, you know, talking and 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 sharing what God was doing and everything. And he walked in. He says, "You know what, Mike?" He says, "This I believe is going to be a place where people can come who've been burnt on religion, hurt who've by been church. hurt by church, you know, and they're going to find a place where they can come and they can be welcomed, accepted, and grow." Amen? And when we heard that, just on the inside, we were like, yeah. Well, that's what we had prayed for and that's exactly in Bible school. Always. Because I grew up in a, a religious setting, and I had long hair, and I liked rock music. Ew. And literally the people from the church, while I was there to worship Jesus, would come up and say, you know you're going to hell. <laughs> I'm like, and I was just bold enough to say, well, if you're going to be in heaven, I don't want to go there anyway. Yeah, you know? he didn't know. <laughs> so, but... Um, a place where people could come and not be hurt, but be loved on and, mm -hmm. and find healing. Our church has always been about healing from yesterday and hope for tomorrow. That's our heart. And to yeah. make it relevant so anybody can understand and they can see themselves walking in the gospel and, and experiencing the grace. Yeah. I, I tell you what we were thinking, but that's when the pie auctions really kicked off. Um, and uh, we had so much fun with that. We had our, instead of, we hadn't started the Trunk Retreat yet, but we had our Hallelujah Nights. And uh, those were always fun, and they were geared towards the little kids and everything, and they would come in and um, be a part of that. So we started, and you'll see or notice that in 25 years, we're still offering the same events. I mean, we just keep getting them a little bit more fine-tuned, a little bit more chiseled to the, yeah, this is, and I believe they just keep getting better yes. um, because we're, we're really good at it now. We've got 25 years under our belt, right? They better be. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but, but, but that's how it all started. It just continued to grow. Excuse me, sir. All right, we, we really did practice this. You should have seen us practicing. It's like, I'm like, oh, okay. No, just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's not even the truth. I, I just want to say that, you know what, um, God's grace, and, and it's not just for a church, it's for each of us. We, we messed up along the way. We didn't know what we were doing part of the time. Uh, we, had, we had a youth worker um, a for New Year's, decided he was going to celebrate with the kids, and uh, he was going to go get um, sparkling cider, but instead he went and got real champagne, and all the youth were drinking real champagne, so, you know. And somebody came out. Somebody came out and told me. No, it wasn't. It was Eric. not Eric. We got a new youth pastor. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're about, 
<laughs> but, you know, so you learn, you learn. And uh, we had to call all the parents and say, sorry about that. Um, but just to his defense, uh, the lady who sold it to him did not even card him. So uh, we were Yeah, very he wasn't 21 either. He wasn't 21. Like, <laughs> he was supposed to not even be able to get that. So anyway, but uh, that was a kind of funny thing. Um, I love talking about our Malaluka location because really that's where we met the Millers, uh, John and Connie. Um, I, uh, the Stewart family, uh, that would be Lisa, Omar, and Kanisha, who are amazing. I did have a picture of Omar, but I, I decided at the last minute not to put it up because I was afraid that he would be upset. But let me just tell you, Omar had the afro going, okay? He had it down, and, uh, so, and Lisa's like, no, 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 no. I have a picture of Kanisha, who's up here singing with us. Um, she's this big. But actually, she was, she was only six, six months. months old when she started coming around. Yeah, because I used to hold her in my arms. Do I remember when, when Omar knocked on the door, and he came in, and you know we were working there, and the door was locked. And I said, hey. And he goes, hi, I'm Omar. And I said, oh, the tent maker. No. Joking. And uh, <laughs> do you remember that, Omar? It was still funny back then. I, I, I know, isn't that funny? Uh, that's Bible humor, OK? <laughs> but um, anyway, he must have liked it, because they stayed. <laughs> I thought it was Paul was the tent maker. Omar, the Omar tent maker's not in the Bible. No, that's true. <laughs> Actually, I'm sure there was um, a tent maker named Omar in the Bible. Times, Are you? times, Are you? times. You're right, actually. Heresy. Okay. But anyway, we had the, um, also, Rachel, Pastor Rachel, would come to our services, and uh, she brought her boyfriend. Actually, what happened was she would come, and we grew to love her right away. So I kind of take on this dad mode, <laughs> and she would bring a guy in, and I'd be like, hmm. we got to pray this guy yeah, out of here. Yeah. You know? We don't like Ab. <laughs> But there was one guy that we ended up liking. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you're so funny. His name was Bill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he moved away. <laughs> so uh, we got Eric. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Pastor Eric, um, so that was a real win. So we call that a Melaleuca win. Um, actually, uh, we had a baptism at Nicole's aunt's house. And Nicole came to that baptism. Well, my son said, hey, she's kind of cute. I'm going to invite her to youth group. Well, she went to youth group that night, and she gave her heart to Jesus. And uh, she started attending church faithfully because Chris is cute. I mean, because she loved the Lord. She loved the Lord. And um, so she would sit in my office at Melaleuca, and she would say, He's so cute. You know, and we would have these conversations. Never in a million years did I ever think that she was going to end up as my daughter-in-law, which was fantastic. So I always, I always say to Nicole, and we have such an interesting relationship because she, was, she came in. Um, I've been her pastor and her friend, and I became her mother-in-law. And um, I'm now a grandmother, and um, it's such a amazing relationship but I couldn't have asked for a better one so Mwah. yeah and that is the truth and when she first would sing she'd be so shy and she would quit and she and now look at her so anyway uh, uh, one one more family everything that we, we need is in the house um, now Annette you know actually Annette I had you down where's Annette I had you down as coming into the Maluka location but you were with us all the way in the like she's OG okay right there she became my mom's she sidekick. became my mother-in-law's sidekick 
and she helped grow the church because <laughs> she has, uh, what, seven kids, so and we love them all. And I wanted to say this. Um, Annette's kids, all of them, um, except for the oldest one, he's uh, have been in church or in church doing something in serving the Lord. Amen? Amen? So that's powerful. That's a good mom. And I believe that's a good church, all right? Um, the new Kirks. They came in. Well, um, Kim, Kim, Kim came, came and then finally Don. He was a mess. Let me just—I mean, oh, I—I I am so sorry. I did not mean to say that. Uh, no, Pastor, Pastor Mike. We we met Don. Uh, we would meet you just here and there, but uh, he came one night, and it was the night that was Kim's birthday, and she actually didn't go to church that night. This was a Wednesday night, she had to work and um, she had to work or do something. I don't remember, but. Anyway, that was the night that Don raised his hand and got born again. Now, and if anybody ever knows the New Kirks, as, um, Don being the head of that, he um, has been responsible for many changes, not only at this location, at every other location that we've been in. He serves an amazing breakfast and so forth and so on. So he's the guy that you want to be friends with, amen, and want to be living life with because uh, they're, they're amazing, that whole family. And now, Brooks and Ashley will be married. Uh, that's just incredible. So, you know, when we were writing this, uh, <laughs> yeah. when we were writing the notes and going over everything on this chronological timeline here, um, if so many times that we would stop and say, oh yeah, and then remember, and then remember, and we realized that this service is gonna take today about three hours. Is that okay? No, but we don't. We don't. We never want to miss anybody. But those were key points um, that that you guys wanted. We wanted you to see that there's a lot of longevity here. There's a lot of history here. It's not a flash in the pan. We've been around a long time, and and families have been birthed in this church and grown up in this church, and now. Um, it's just amazing, and God gets all the glory. We're not trying to take any of his glory from him. He's, he deserves it all, amen? Amen. And you know, the thing that we want you to see is that when God brings you to a house, that there's opportunity to become planted. This is where God places you. The Bible says he places you where he wants you, but you have to grow roots there. Amen. And if you'll grow roots there, like some of the highlights we're talking about, you'll produce fruit for the kingdom of God. You'll make a difference in people's eternity. I have this one testimony here. I remember Pastor Mike and I were, were talking, and this person had come up and said, you know what? The other day I had this situation, and I'm like, it's really tough. I'm going to call Pastor Mike. And she went to pick up the phone, and she says, you know what? I'm not going to call Pastor Mike. I know what to do. And she applied the word. She spoke the word. She prayed. And by the end of the day, that situation had turned. The testimony, what we had started to see, was we started seeing fruit because of God's word. Amen? So when you are now, instead of getting to the phone, but you're going to the throne, as Joyce Meyer says, um, that's growth. That's incredible. And that's what we started seeing. We're a church that believes in the power of God. We Amen. have seen so many miracles over the years because we teach people to take God at his word. And he always shows up when you take him at his word. Amen? Well, by 2010, okay, we're going to come over to 2010. We'd seen the economy go up, and then we saw the economy go down. <laughs> well, now, let me just give you a, a snapshot of what happened. We're going. The church is growing. Everything's happening really nice. All of a sudden, the property values go through the roof here. So we had several people in our church sell their homes in Florida and move to North Carolina, Tennessee, up in that area, and pay cash for a new home. 
from the profit they made. So we lost a lot of people. And then we saw the property's values plummet and jobs disappear. Mm -hmm. So then a lot of people had to move away because they didn't have any any jobs. They didn't have any work. And all along, everything's getting more and more expensive. And then we had the hurricanes. Oh, and then we had two years of hurricanes. And that was, you know. So we literally lost about half our church. Yeah. And it was incredible, but we kept pushing. We knew that God wasn't done, and, no. and there, was, there was a future for faith family. And we kept pushing. The hurricanes came. I'll tell you an example of God's faithfulness. And we're in a plaza at 6450 Mile Luca Lane, and the storms come, and we're there, and, and people actually slept in there for a while because their houses, they couldn't sleep in them because of the storms. And the landlord comes, and he knocks on the door, and we're there, and he walks in. He doesn't say anything. He just walks in, and he's like this, looking... And then he walks back out the door, and he's looking. And then he walks back in, and he's looking. Now, this guy's not a Christian. I go, Mark, what are you doing? He goes. And he walks back out the door. (laughs) And he's looking again. And then he comes in, and he can't hardly talk. He goes, you don't understand. He goes, in some of the other units, they have so much damage. Walls collapsed. Ceilings fell through. The place is destroyed. They said, you don't know, but right on the other side of that ceiling tile, you know, the white tile, it's about that thick that you just set in there. Right on the other side, he goes, you don't have a roof. The storm had peeled the roof all the way back, and we didn't have a drop of rain come in. This was Wilma. And this guy saw the hand of God, and he was taken back. And from that moment on, he worked for our church to get us the best rates with the person who actually owned the complex. He was just the the manager of it, and he, he, he worked for us because he goes, you can't deny that. That was God. You can't deny that. But we saw God move like that so many times. But um, because of the expense of everything, you know, living in Palm Beach County and everything just increasing and increasing, and, of and course, people moving, people. losing and losing, you know, the, the money to actually function as a church, we knew again that God was doing something. We've never felt like, what are we going to do? It's always been like, I wonder what he's going to get ready to do. You know, we've always had that kind of faith because he'll never leave you or forsake you. That's the promise. Well, sure enough, Pastor Mike was uh, driving around, and the Lord led him to the Phoenix Movie Theater. Now, the Phoenix Movie Theater, which is where we met a lot of you sitting here today, uh, but the Phoenix Movie Theater, they had just redone the, all the seats, the, the, the carpet. They had um, gone to HD. So those high-back rocking um, chairs, I mean, which just worked incredible. against us a little. They had lit- <laughs> you better be a good preacher, let me tell you, because it's dark in there and the seats are comfortable. <laughs> but anyway, um, it was pretty amazing how that whole theater was transformed. And then we strike up this relationship with our pro- with the property their general manager there, Dean, who is amazing. And he says, "Yeah, why don't you guys come in?" Such incredible favor. Ten years we were there; they never raised our rent one time, wow. not one time. All right, we got to store our stuff on site. That was another huge, huge thing. Um, that's how we actually uh, got Tia. Um, <laughs> everybody knows Tia. Whoop, whoop. All right. <laughs> now, um, the funny thing is, is that Tia comes to our church, and uh, she was actually going to another church, 
but the Uber driver brought her to our church, okay? That's how we did things in the back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we said, no, 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 you belong here. Um, anyway, she was going to another church. He accidentally dropped her off at our church, and we immediately loved Antia, and she made Faith Family her home, and that's kind of just another testimony of the goodness of God. Um, that's actually one of our church growth outreaches is we bribe Uber drivers to drop Yeah, people. that's true. I know that they're looking for this church, but we'll give you an extra 10 if you bring it home. No, just kidding. We really didn't do that, but God was so amazing, and he brought He Tia. knew we needed Tia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so the neat thing there, and we continue growing, all of a sudden growth track, we, we incorporated growth tracks. So now we're able to show people uh, what, what it is that God has designed them for. You know, when you find out now it's no longer serving, hey, Pastor Mike and Donna need a hand. It's I want to serve in the nursery or I want to serve here because I love, I'm good at this. This is what I love to do. So now we found people in their passions. And that was making a huge difference. Um, and that's when we started our first official trunk or treat. Woo! Yeah. All right. Um, actually, our very first one didn't start on the 31st because it got rained out. And we were so nervous. But everybody came on the 1st. And um, from the, um, we were there 10 years, almost 11. And um, we had amazing turnouts to where we uh, were featured in the Green Acres magazine. Um, we became the place for Trunk or Treat, the place to go on Halloween. It was the safe place, and uh, it grew, and everybody wanted to be a part of that. Amen? Wow. Many salvations. We saw so many people get saved, especially at um, the movie theater. Yep, that it one was summer, pretty over 100 incredible how many people would raise their hand and, and, and find Jesus, whole families, different things that were taking place. And we saw that God, he just, you know, you just, you're never, uh, we have a pastor friend of ours and he says, um, never surprised when it comes to God, but always amazed. And that's such a beautiful, true statement. We're never surprised because he always comes through. But we're just always amazed at how well and how amazing he is, how, how he does come through in such a big way. Um, so we were there almost 10 years, about 10 years. 10 years and yeah. then came COVID. <laughs> the attack against the church universal. That was an attack of the enemy. But actually, before COVID, we went through that same process where we knew that there was a change coming. Absolutely. And we had actually <laughs> talked to Pastors Eric and Rachel and Pastor Chris and our amazing worship leader, Nicole, and we asked him to pray with us that we know God's, you know, our time here. Because, you know, here's the thing. You want to be obedient to God in the season because that season will lead to new seasons. So it's not that you stay in the same place forever when God uses you, but as long as you're faithful there, he'll continue to move you into other places. And, and to better places where he can use you more efficiently and more effective. So we all prayed, and we, we were looking at schools, and we were looking at all these different places, and nothing really seemed to work. And then I was driving one day, and I was just praying, and I told Donna, I said, let's, let's go by this church up here on the hill. And we did, and we met Chan. We met Chan. Chan's in the back. Whoop, whoop. And, and she showed Chan us around. And was so sweet. She's like, oh, yeah, let me show you around and everything. And we're like, wow. We're trying not to act really Another excited. heaven on earth moment. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my God, this is so nice. So immediately we got on the phone and uh, left messages, and Reese called us back. And everybody knows Reese. And Reese and Jim. Who's right there. And, uh, yeah. Woo -woo. 
And uh, it was incredible. And a relationship was formed. And the power of God again came in. And through COVID, we went online. And from online, we came back to the movie theater, which was open just for us, which was another favorable thing. So we continued. Because many, many churches closed their doors during that time. And it was really tough. Yeah, they weren't showing um, movies. The manager actually while he was laid off, would come and open up yeah, for us so and we could have church. Yeah, and he was just amazing. Um, I know, golly, honey, I told you. I told you put too much information. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, we, um, we found this place, and we ended up here at Grace Presbyterian, and we're super excited about it because um, <clears throat> it's changed our life. It's changed our life, and many of you are here for the first time at Grace, that we've met you through Grace Presbyterian, through meeting here. Um, but one of the things that I always want to remind everybody is that God is always moving. He's not a God who says, well, you made it, 25 years, you can settle down and just plant and just, no, no, he's always moving forward. Amen. He is never about, he's all about celebrating, but he's so focused on the future. What's ahead? Because the race that he has is always set before us. It's never behind us. It's never over there. It's right before us. And he wants us to walk it out. Um, we have a scripture here um, in Philippians chapter 3. Um, it's um, in the verses 12 through 14. It says, not that I have already, and this is Paul speaking. He says this, he says, not that I've already attained or am already perfected, that's matured, but I press on. That's a push. I press on. That he means says, there's resistance. There's resistance. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. He says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, in other words, grabbed hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. So even though we're here after 25 years, this is not where we just oh, rest on our laurels. Oh, greener, you know, this is, we still have a lot of work to do, amen? There's a lot of families to reach. There's a lot of, of growth to happen in our church, in our hearts, in our lives. To A lot of equipping, amen? I'm sorry, go uh, you ahead. Know, the, the thing is, God is so strategic. When he brought us here, we really didn't know what to expect. But he actually brought us, and now that we're, we're partnering with grace to reach the community, to reach people for Jesus, and God knit our heart together with, with their um, church, and we love and support each other, and they're such a blessing to us. But we win, all of us, when people accept Jesus Christ, when they discover that grace that he's made available, that, that deliverance from what's trying to hold them back or trying to stop them. And it happens in God's house. And all through the, the reason we shared this with the people who've been here so long is because all they did was grab a hold of what God grabbed a hold of them for. And they refused to be held back. And we see so many people that have been reached and, and, and healed and, and, and delivered and set free from things that had them in bondage for years. Because not the pastors did something, but because God moved through the people. You know, if you guys don't reach out to your friends, family, and coworkers and things and bring them here, chances are they'll never hear what we have to say. Right. It's, a, it's a team that works together. And that's really what we want to come to here as we get ready to close is that God wants to do so much. He wants to fill these chairs where we have to have two services. 
He wants us to use this facility for his glory and for the betterment of the community around us. And he's counting on you to jump in, get off the bench, say, here am I, Lord, use me. Because every one of you have a gift that God gave you, not for you, but to be able to be a blessing to someone else. It's never been about a church building. It's always been about what God is doing in the church. The church is about the people. And we are blessed to have this place. But let me tell you, just like Pastor Mike said, whether you've been here a short time, a long time, it doesn't matter. We've all still got work to do. And it's exciting because as we push on, remember, Paul himself said, I press. There's going to be resistance. And we can see it. There's dark days ahead. But the light gets brighter. Amen. We have the hope. Remember, we're salt and light. We're going to bring the salt, okay? We're going to bring the light. We're going to do what we can to reach the lost. But we didn't get here in 25 years because of this. We got here because of this, because of what God is doing through all of us. Amen? Amen. Amen? Yeah, let's clap. Let's thank God. He has done so much. We don't stop. Um, I, at the very end here, it's already been 25 years, but that's nothing in the realm of eternity. That's a drop in the bucket. We've only just begun. We've only just begun. No, I'm just kidding. We've only just begun, and we're on our way. And that's it. That is so true. We're on our way. But you know, the series we're doing right now, it's because God has put it on our heart that there's, there's our culture, our world is changing. And something's happening where people are losing confidence in the world system, in the government. They're losing confidence in what they thought they could count on, which opens them up to search for something bigger yeah. and more safe and more secure, which is Jesus. Stable. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if we all work together, we can populate heaven. We can destroy the works of the devil on this earth, and we can bring God glory. Yeah. But it takes all of us. What good would a football team be if half of them said, no, I don't want to today? Oh, I, agree. Win. I did that yesterday. They're not going <laughs> to score any goals. But if we'll all just say, you know what? Let's, let's make this next 25 years rock. Amen. You know, let's do more in the next year than they did in all the 25 before. If we'll just get excited and let God be real through us. The Bible says, Paul was talking in Matthew. Or no, not Paul. Ma Matthew, Matthew was, was talking, talking Matthew. in Matthew. And, and he said this, and well, Jesus actually said it talking about the revelation of Jesus Christ. And he asked the disciples, who, who, do you, who do men say that I am? And he says, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And he stopped. And he said, on that, what? Rock. Knowing who Jesus is, knowing what it means to walk with Jesus, he said, on that, I'm going to build my church. On people accepting and walking with Jesus, I'm going to build my church, the church. And he said, the gates of hell will not, will not be able to stand against it. Amen. What do you mean the gates of hell? Well, it means we go in, knock the gates down, and get those who've been deceived, those who are lost in darkness. We kick in the gates and go get them and bring them out to the kingdom of light by letting our light shine. Amen? That's what we're here for. That's what God wants to do through us, but it takes a team. So as we close, I want to invite you all to just say, God, am I part of the next 25? What do, you, what do you want me to do? And we don't force you. We don't guilt you. But I'll tell you this. When you have a ministry structured where people discover how God made them, 
and the gifts he's placed in them, and then you find a place for them to live those gifts, ministry helping is not something you have to do. It becomes something that you get to do. It becomes a passion. It becomes a, a cry, a cause for Christ. And every one of us have that opportunity at Faith Family Church. Amen? Amen? Yeah. We'll run, we'll run the video and then uh, we'll close. Awesome. So listen, um, they're so funny. I saw <laughs> timing is everything, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh, I'm in charge now. I think I like it. Um, actually, let's go ahead and close out the service really quick. And, but this is, a, this is most important. We want to give everybody an opportunity who maybe you have never made a decision to invite Jesus into your heart. And even you watching online that are joining us, we always want to give you that opportunity. Maybe you think that you've come to church a lot and you really like church a lot, but maybe you've never made that connection to where you've invited Jesus into your heart, which starts, not only do you, do you gain heaven, but it, it opens up this amazing relationship that does, I mean, I, we're not even the same people we were. And, um, you know, you might think thank you're a really good person. Yeah, thank God. Um, you may think you're a really good person, but listen, God changes your heart. You change from the inside out, and that's something that only he can do. And it happens when you begin with that, that, that decision. So let's all close our eyes, bow our heads, and just give, our, get, just give some time. If you've never made that decision, and, and those of you who are watching online, if you've never done that, this is an opportunity for you just to say, you know what, I haven't really ever invited Jesus into my heart. But you know, we need a savior and Jesus knew that. That's why he said, I'm going to die for you. And I'm going to do that for you so that you can live not only with me in eternity in heaven, but you could really live the good life here on earth. So I'm going to look around. If anybody here has never done that, raise your hand and we'll pray. You don't have to come down front. We are not going to embarrass you in any way. And those online, if it's you, um, raise your hand and we're going to pray a prayer. All right. 
So let's pray this prayer together because there are people watching online. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come before you. I come before you. Grateful. Grateful for what Jesus has done. For what Jesus has done. His payment on the cross. His payment on the cross was enough. Was enough. I receive. I receive all that He did for me. All that He did for the me. The death. The death. The burial. The burial. And the resurrection. And the resurrection was for me. Was for me. I am born again. I am born in again. Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. So Amen. listen, if you're online and you said the prayer, let us know through Messenger. Let us know through contacting Faith Family Church on our website. There's so many ways you can connect with us, and hopefully you'll let us know so we can get some materials to you. Boom. Amen. And we had guys, such a good time. We're going to close out. Um, I do want to encourage you that if you if you it's in your heart to support if you're if you're a tither, yeah. uh, there's you can drop it. This is the end of this teaching. We hope you enjoyed it. To stay connected with our ministry, visit us on the web at myffc.tv or like us on Facebook.